sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody. My name is Erica Salda. I'm the queen of team, and you are tuned in to Teen Sports Radio. Woo! We need to get with <laughs> All right, so in the house, we have Dominique Hackett, we've got Christine Marie, Mountain Sage Healing, Richard Ellsworth, and of course, Ed Langlo. Our producer is Richard Dugan. We've got a lot of what, uh, there's so much going on right now, it's, it's just horrible. Um, I don't know where we want to start today. Let's, let's start with Christine Marie. I'm just going to go right down like this. Hey, Christine. <laughs> I, was, I like your halo. Oh, thank you very much. I fell, I fell right on your halo. <laughs> well, I do have a halo on, but if you can't, for those of you who can't see, there are little tiny devil horns holding up that halo. I like to be the tension <laughs> between the opposites. I have the shadow and the light, uh, as we all do. So I don't, uh, you know, I don't like to pretend. Um, what I wanted to say was, I don't know if it's necessarily horrible, everything that's going on, but it's definitely uh, powerful, right? Mm. There's big changes. We're in this powerful time, and I'm really I'm grateful to be here. And I feel like this is the time for me. Like, I, I, I came here for this. <laughs> um, nice. So, uh, and, you know, today, actually, to, well, just, just recently, the, um, the planet Pluto uh, conjuncted the planet Jupiter, and that Jupiter is this great big expansive planet that's like the king, you know, and and Pluto is like the, the king of the underworld. And so when they get together, they're revealing, you know, um, so so um, Jupiter expands anything that it comes in contact with, and Pluto, since it's that deep under 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 the underworld, there's going to be things, there, there are revelations that are coming. So um, I've actually even heard somebody talk about this time as it's going to be as big as, as, as Watergate was for its time. So I'm not sure what's going to be unfolding, but I feel like there's some powerful stuff that's happening, but it's all for the good and it's all for the healing and it's all for revealing. It's like we have to be able to reveal icky stuff so we can heal it and move forward and do good work in the world. And I think that um, you know, we've we've been stuck in a little bit of polarization recently, and 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 stories and things that have been coming out. And I think it's just important to, when new things, when new information comes out, just let's just all breathe, stay grounded, and love each other. Be in our hearts. Yeah. You know, Christine, to segue a little bit because there's a few people here, uh, co-hosts that have been participating in another layer of your practice and i wanted you to share that i can't i couldn't possibly but i know we have richard here and we've done a number of people that i know and they're all coming back like i i'm a very intuitive person as well and it's just like okay what's what's happening what's and you're you seem to be the common denominator it's like <laughs> christine, marie, christine marie and i'm like okay i don't know when i'm going to participate in this, but I'm sure soon, Christine Marie. Yes, yes. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah. So um, tell us what you're doing. Well, what I'm doing is I, um, when I was in my twenties, I studied, um, energy medicine, the chakras, the auras, the, uh, um, our grounding, like the energy system. And in just recent times, I've, I've come into contact with them, um, more information on the energy systems and, 
And I, I, one of the most powerful things that, that I'm understanding, there are two things, two powerful things that have come to me through these new trainings that I'm doing. One is that it's not the physical body that emits the energy body. It's the energy body that actually creates and emits the physical body. And that is a profound transformation for me to think about because before I used to be like, oh, if I got to fix my physical body, so my energy body will be better. But the, it's the opposite. So what I've been doing and, mm-hmm. and working with, with these people in my training is working on the different layers of the energy bodies, the different layers of the chakras and helping to shift the energy from that core level of, of what our spirit, because I believe I'm a spirit having a human journey and earthly experience. And so my spirit came in to be anchored, you know, to, to be here on this plane and chose this body and chose these, I chose the, the um, ancestral lines that I came into my parents. And I know from, it might seem weird from a conscious level, like who chose these things, right? We were just born, but I'm talking about a spirit from the spirit level, our higher selves um, chose everything. Even if our personalities don't like what's happening, it's really about learning and about actually, I think more, it's more about learning to love. Um, because one of the other things that's really, that I feel is really important is this sense of um, the energy body and the the sovereignty of it, the sovereignty of, of being true to our own hearts and of aligning with what I like to do when I work with people is to remind us, remind them that we are spiritual beings. We are connected to God, to the high holy. And actually in our physical body, that high holy comes in through our seventh chakra, which is at the top of our head, like a crown. Kind She's of like I have to I hate to bug in, but I, somebody just came to me and I'm talking to a friend of mine and she has a son and she's really worried about him because he's having a real big, difficult time with the online because he's more of a, uh, yeah. you know, probably uh, likes the energy of being around people. So mm-hmm. this online is, 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 is difficult. He's thinking about taking a gap year. So for our teen athletes or our kids, you know, young adults, teenagers, I, are they more receptive? Do you think you can help somebody with that as far as channeling that energy and focusing? Is that kind of what you're, what you're think, doing? Yeah, yeah, because well, what, I, what I wanted to just get to the second half of it was that we're also connected to the earth and to there's a chakra in the center of the earth that we all connect to too. And that's our first chakra, which faces down and that connects us to the planet and connects us to each other. So um, I think this when we're aligned with ourselves, we're also able to connect. We're getting everything we need um, in terms of like unconditional love from um, God and from the earth. And then we're able to actually relate on a better way with each other. So um, it's, it can be a very powerful experience to feel loved and whole and connected. And then how we relate to others from that place of feeling connected. So um, like if I were to work with, uh, you know, and, and it, it takes, it takes the, what, what do I want to call that? Um, uh, when you have, when you choose to believe something that, that you, you can't see the proof of necessarily some, when you're watching a movie, you suspension of belief, right? You have to say, okay, what, what if this is, I would call it experimenting, experimenting and, and how does it feel and what does it feel like in your body? And when we think about these things, does it feel better? I would ask the teens and the adults to think about connection to heaven and earth and think about how that feels to be supported in that way. And that also fills out our, our, our energy bodies and, 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 and does that make you feel better? If it does, then let's do more work around that and, and, and see how that can help. Well, we have somebody in the house, uh, 
founder of Mount Sage Healing Arts, Richard Ellsworth. He does Richard's Remedies every week. And with this group right here, there have been many, many, many you've worked on, but you have worked with Richard. Richard, what? I know you love it when I say, what say you? What say you, Richard? What do you, what do you say about Christine Marie? All right, let's go. Well, I have just had some profound experiences as a result of, of Christine's healing. And every single healing that we've done thus far, um, it, it's really amazing feeling. And you, you go into it thinking that you're not really going to you know, be able to really physically feel much. But you do, or at least I did. I imagine people respond very differently. But then afterwards, I would crash and fall asleep for like 13 hours. And it's just so obvious that the body is just working on a ton of stuff and processing through stuff and conserving and redirecting energy however it needs to. And, you know, that takes a certain amount of rest. And that doesn't mean that it's going to knock everybody out. But, you know, it, it did that for, for me that night. It's one of the best sleeps I've, I've had. And or they are the best sleeps that I've had in a really long time. And then gradually throughout the next week, I see all of these things in my life just getting better and better and better. And you keep on seeing whatever it was, whatever organ or whatever was being restructured or worked on, whatever emotion or energy is associated with that, you see that changing in your everyday life. And it's just yeah. phenomenal and fascinating. Now, Dominique, you have a lot. I mean, you, you've gone down this road. of this, So this is right in your wheelhouse. Talk to me. I don't know. Have you worked with Christine yet? I haven't yet, but I just want to um, celebrate the fact that um, for teens and, you know, everybody who has having to do all that amazing schoolwork and everything, when when you hear about energy work, sometimes it may feel a little, oh, that's kind of out there. I can't really relate. But try taking your laptop, charge it up and sit outside somewhere in nature. Put your back up against a tree and then try doing your class and doing your your work and so forth. And see if you don't feel a, a different sensation. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about energy work and what Christine is relating when she's talking about grounding ourselves to the earth and also being open, having ourselves open to the, our intuitive self, our intuitive information. I just find it really helpful when I go move out in nature and I actually do some of my online stuff sitting on the ground and my back up against a tree. Yeah. Nice. Sloan Reality, you have a daughter in school right now. What does she do to balance out energetically? Because I know you're all in tune to all of this. Uh, yeah, she actually discovered surfing, <clears throat> excuse me, over the summer. And so she helps teach surf, but anytime she can in their waves, she gets out there. She'll, there's something about the ocean and the water with her that she discovered, you know, later, like at six, as a 16 year old. Loves it, loves being out there. There's something it gives her that. She's never experienced before. Uh, I personally, I'm outdoors probably 20, 30 hours a week working with horses when I'm not doing vocal stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, one of my favorite things, and if I don't do it, is um, actually uh, cleaning up horse poop every single morning. Uh, there's something about being with the herd. Uh, there, there's communication going on there. There, That energy, <clears throat> it's it's really phenomenal and I discovered horses only in the last few years and just a side note any teenagers any high schoolers needing uh, volunteer hours hearts therapeutic writing is always looking for help up there it's a great way to try something new and you get trained you have no experience but it's been a phenomenal transformation for me personally uh, to be part of that 
Fantastic. Mm. Well, we're going to be, we're going to have a nice, soothing show today. We're going to mm. try to take the kids. We're going to walk them through this path um, of what's going on in the world. Um, lots going on. We don't know if we're going to get shut down again. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. You know, it all depends who you're listening to. And then right when we get back, we're going to get to Ed Langlow and If Only I'd Known. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Fantastic. We are back. If you just tuned in, you can join us this evening at 11 p.m. Sunday at 6 and Monday morning at 3 a.m. And Sloan is going to finish it off. <laughs> Today's Thursday. We're on 11 p.m. on Thursday nights, too? Uh, Oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. I'm sorry. Hello. Yes. We were, oh, God. You're, sorry for that edit. You're going to have to edit that. Yes, also, you can find us on KZSB, 1290 AM. And for those who can't sleep, remember that Sunday at 6 p.m., Mondays at 3 a.m., you have to turn in. You can find us on SoundCloud, TeenSportsRadio.com, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TSR, TeenSportsRadio.com. Calm. Not to be confused with calm. Teensportsradio.com. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad you got to visit the horses this morning. So that's good. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh my God, that was funny. All right, so let's get to Ed Langlow. If only I know. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Erica. Thank you. Back in the day, there was a saying that people used to use it. I'm sure it was better understood then. It was, you got to prime the pump, meaning that you had to pay your dues to get what you want in life. Uh, something that I wish my parents would have explained to me a little better. So the title of today's segment is, Sometimes You Need to Prime the Pump. Welcome to If Only I Had Known. If Only I Had Known is a segment uh, mentoring the the teens that are with us remotely, as well as those that are listening into the show on the radio. That old adage was originally derived from the fact that you literally needed to pour some water into an old hand-operated well pump to remove the air before you could get any water up out of the well. Most things worth having in life require some effort on your part, sometimes a lot of effort on your part. Either way, the sooner you understand the concept uh, this approach, uh, the more successes that you'll have in life. Only I had known and understood that concept when I was young. Whether it's a friendship uh, where you need to act like a good friend before you can truly be treated like one, 
or a sport that requires a lot of practice before you can really be good at it. It's all priming the pump, part of the effort that you need to exert to obtain the better things in life. Once you decide that you want to do something like play a musical instrument, try to look at the practice that you'll have to do as an opportunity and not a drudgery. Remember the old saying, nothing has any meaning except the meaning you give it. With that thought, let me paraphrase something I read in a Mark Twain book years ago. He told a story about a boy named Tom, a driver for a lumber yard that would deliver wood to an adjacent town most every day. One day there was no lumber ready to be delivered and the owner, Sam Daniels, said, Sorry, Tom, but you'll have to take the day off. And the boy lamented, shoot, Mr. Daniels, I ain't got nothing to do. With that, Sam said, well, if you just want to hitch up the team and ride into town, I don't mind. And Tom jumped at the chance. That night, Tom excitedly told that story to his friend about the fun ride that he'd taken into town. His friend scrunched up his face and said, Shucks, ain't that the same work you do every day? Tom quipped back, well, maybe it is and maybe it ain't, but I don't see why I oughtn't have had fun doing it. It just weren't the same. It just weren't the same because it's all what you make of it. Promise you this. If you embrace the fact that most of the time you need to prime the pump to get the things you want, then look at the effort in a positive light, You'll have more fulfilling life for it. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Nicely done, Ed. You know, we, all, we all have a story we could share to our kids that are tuning in or the parents that are turning in, tuning in that they can share. Because I think it's really right now, it's all about communication. Sloan, do you have a, a story about priming the pump? Oh, man. Oh, that was a great story. So well done, Ed. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Thank you. you know, it was coming up for me, you know, uh, we, we think that we want things, or we want things a certain way. And what came up for me is be careful what you ask for, because then you might actually get <laughs> what you wanted, but it might look really different. And my example is, um, you know, the horses have really uh, become a, a much bigger part. Well, it came out of service. So what started out as something of, of helping someone out with her herd and needing help teaching and an assistant and all that, I, I or, reordered my day. So my, all my vocal work, um, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. And I understand that. And I understand I need to keep in balance. And I need to stay spiritually fit in order to be of service to the rest of the world. And I can't, I can't not do that. If I start letting go of that, everything's going to suffer. So fast forward, I was, this morning I was struggling a little bit because my, my two days a week have gotten really intense. My Tuesday and Thursdays went from like half days to like full on, like boom, boom, boom. So I'm, this morning I'm thinking, okay, this is what you asked for, Sloan. You got it. Now, what are you going to do to, to stay in balance and manage it? And my, my old self, you know, would run out of fear and want to like, oh my gosh, you know, this, is, this is too stressful. Like, you know, a little self-sabotage maybe going on. And then just re being reminded of Christine's message earlier is this is a time of abundance. Receive it, breathe. You know, it, how important is it anyway? What are the things I need to have my hand in and what do I not? What can I delegate? So, um, 
it, the story brought up a lot for me and, and incredibly grateful and great reminders and life is really, really good right now and, and very grateful. And, um, you know, it's like getting that gift, something you really, really want, you got it. And, it's, and I don't want to sound like an uh, unappreciative child, you know, like, oh, that's, I didn't want that color. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So very grateful and just trying to just stay calm. Stay calm. <laughs> Dominique, I know you've got something to add. Well, I love to prime the pump with education. It's been amazing to me that so many different things that I've decided to just jump in and learn. Like uh, for our Santa Barbara Wellness Center, we decided to publish an almanac. So I jumped in and I learned how to use InDesign. It's like it, every time you learn something, it helps you with doing other things. So I, I really, really appreciate the idea of priming the pump. And I do it quite, most frequently with education. So, so Dominique, do you find yourself today more ambitious about learning than you were when you were, say, in junior high school? Well, I, what I have noticed today is that I frequently will go to a manual when I want to do something. There's always somebody has got a manual out there for it. Or there's right. a YouTube video, I can uh, fix the toilet. But I'm really comfortable living in a space of lifelong learning. Is that what you're asking yeah. about? Well, I just, it, it, I find myself being much more aggressive at learning now. I get caught up in things. And of course, the internet's giving you the opportunity to do that. So I just keep thinking, why couldn't I have had this attitude 50 years ago or <laughs> 60 years ago? Because yeah. I didn't, I was the opposite. And it just, it, it, it sometimes amazes me how aggressive I get with learning. I'll learn something. And the next thing I know, I'm off looking for the dates and the exact names of the people and making notes in my phone to remember all this stuff. So uh, it's a little late in the game, but it's still a good thing to be doing. Well, well, Dominique was a nerd. Okay. So, and she's still a nerd. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that might explain why she has all this information. I didn't want to cut you off. You have to take a break though, but you got 15 seconds. Oh, I just wanted to, um, I just remember my, my great grandfather, he had that a well on his land and priming the pump. It was like this old fashioned manual pump. Right. And was it like they had to like, uh, did, did you, did you speak to that? And I miss it, Ed, where they had, you had in order to prime the pump that was really about bringing the right. water up. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we had one at the old ranch after, by the time I came around, we had uh, public water out there, but the pump was still there beside the house. So as kids, we used to think that was great. You go over to this old hand pump and, pour a cup of water in it and then pump like crazy and get water out of it. But yeah, that's, that's where that phrase came from. And right, it, today it doesn't, it's, it doesn't work as well, but in the old you days when everybody the team to prime the pump, they wouldn't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was looking for a visual of like, what do you mean? And, yeah. and you can, yeah. kids can Google, you can Google it guys. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. too late to learn a new skill. It's never too late. No. You know, I saw a post about a bunch of kids at like 10, 12 years old. They're all surrounding a phone booth. They don't know what it is. So this, is yeah. this is Eric Salva, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with more after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man.
And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okay. I am so excited. I got a little, it just came in right now today at 9.37 a.m. Um, I won't say who it is, but it's a older, probably, I don't know, early 20s, maybe. Um, don't know the exact age. But anyway, it's a female. And it says, are you ready, Richard? This is going out to you. It says, right. good morning. I, um, okay, blah, 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 blah. I can't read all this. <laughs> you know, it's, not, it's not our business. Okay, and then it says, um, can you ask Richard? I have a few symptoms. I have had like a runny nose, stuffy nose, all of the regular allergies, but just triple time as bad as they normally add and she's at work uh right now because of how she's act of you know feeling they're making her take a covid test so she's all freaked out about that but um this is seems to be seasonal from having a conversation with her earlier this week so uh what what do you say okay well i'll get the the technical part of this over with first and then I'll, i'll give you some some solutions so um, the way it works with allergy-related symptoms is they're caused by histamine. So in order to figure out how to treat this, you sort of have to go backwards. You have to retrace, okay, so some substance is creating, some substance that's in your environment is causing you to react in a specific way. It's causing your body to create excess histamine, and that's why you're experiencing a reaction. So what does histamine come from? So histamine comes from cells in our body. They're called mast cells and they get activated. Now mast cell activation corresponds with something that's kind of weird. It's called substance P. Sounds like some sort of government chemical that you would see in a lab. Um, But all of these different things tie together. So in order to treat an allergy symptom, you have to look at, okay, what creates substance P by itself? What causes mast cells to activate by itself? And then what causes histamine to produce? And then you sort of cross-correlate all of them and then come up with, okay, here's, here's a plan that can lower all of these things, bring it down, stop the mast cells from activating, and, and drop histamine. So the easiest thing that I tell people to do, and I've said this in previous radio shows, is to eat three apples a day. That's a pound of apples. That sounds very excessive, um, but the, the apple a day keeps a doctor away is, is not enough. Three apples a day will keep the doctor away. Apples contain something called quercetin, and quercetin will lower histamine dramatically. Um, the other way to do it is you can get the, um, the capsules, the supplements of, of quercetin. But again, with, with most supplements, they're not absorbed by the body as effectively as if you get it from a natural food source. Um, mm. So that's the biggest thing. Another thing is uh, bromelain. Uh, bromelain is an enzyme that's derived from pineapples. Um, believe it or not, incorporating enzymes with your meal will actually lower um, will lower histamine. Um, as well as that, there are a few other things you can do, and I strongly suggest focusing on your environment and really trying to notice. You know, do you react when you go into a certain room? Do you react when you're uh, washing your clothes? You know, do you react when you're in the bathroom and maybe you're you're spraying stuff on your hair or your face or whatever? You know, what in your environment could you be reacting to? Back home, where I'm from, on on the East Coast, 
there's a lot of rain that happens all year long and people that have allergies and high histamine do really, really well with, um, uh, I'm sorry, they have mold issues essentially. So mold is, is a huge allergen and it can cause 13% of the population to react very strongly um, to all other environmental factors as well as chemicals. It flips on something called an HLA gene. That HLA gene is also responsible for celiac disease um, and, and those sort of uh, also dairy intolerances, um, that sort of thing. So paying attention to the foods that we eat is also really critical. So um, I would strongly suggest keeping a diary. And I've mentioned this before. This is what I eat today. This is what I'm exposed to in my environment today. And these are the symptoms I'm having. And then usually it doesn't take very long. It, it takes about a week before you start to see a connection. Um, and then you can trace it back. So elimination is a really important thing, testing different things, figuring out what's, what's good and what's not good for you. Um, but the ultimate remedy here is gonna be three apples a day. They have to be raw or can you steam them? It's better if they're raw, but you can, you could cook them. I don't put a little sugar and put it in a crust. But... You put a little <laughs> sugar and put it in a crust. Exactly. I was going to say, thank goodness we've got apple pie season coming up. Yeah, I, I you, you could pieify it if you wanted to, but I, I would, I would suggest <laughs> eating them raw. Um, if you eat them raw, most apples, especially if you get them organic, they have a light coating of yeast on the outside. It's called bloom. Um, and when we actually eat that yeast over time, it helps our body to build up an immune system to allergies from the environment. <clears throat> All right. So if anybody else wants to contact you, Richard, real quick, this is your 10 <clears throat> seconds to plug yourself. Okay. So you can uh, contact me via um, email at mountainsagehealingarts at gmail.com. And then you can also go to my website and go to the contact tab. You can submit your own question to me and that's mountainsagehealingarts.com forward slash contact. Nice. Christine, you want to say something? I did. I wanted to say, because um, you were talking about whole foods and eating good foods. There's some two great lists you can get on the internet called um, the clean 13 um, and the dirty dozen. And the, basically these are um, pesticides. Some of the foods that are really filled with pesticides, you don't necessarily want to, you want to avoid those and get organic, but some foods you can eat um, that aren't that pesticided. So, cause pesticides will add to allergies too. It's been my experience. Um, so check out those lists um, and see, you know, what, what things you should be looking for. I mean, yes, organic if you can, but um, some things are okay. Yeah. Dominique. I just really appreciate that it's the, old grandmother's wisdom that most frequently helps us be healthy. <laughs> Definitely. Slow, we got to go to break. Oh, before break. So, question, um, on oh, allergies, uh, you know, homeopathy. So, if, if, for example, I have this Chinese elm in the backyard. <clears throat> every summer, sorry about my throat, I'm recovering from my own stuff last week. Uh, but every summer it drops these seeds that would put me in these fits of sneezing and, and eyes and all that. So my, I think it was my acupuncturist said, look, put those little seeds in water and start drinking that water. And I'm so, you know, in a combination, I think just exposure, exposure, exposure. but I don't suffer the way I used to anymore. I've what if, what's happened if I developed a tolerance now to the tree? Richard, es essentially, yeah. So, so what you're doing is you're you're acclimating your system over time, and, and it is almost exactly like like a homeopathic treatment. It works in the exact same way. 
Um, you're acclimating yourself to what it is that you're having an issue with. And when, when I do allergy elimination with people, um, what we do is we'll give them a substance that they're reacting to. We'll have them hold it or drink it or whatever. So it's energetically in their system. And then we'll go up and down the, the, the back pounding like this and we'll balance out the meridians. So all of a sudden your energy comes back into balance while you're holding this thing. Then you stay away from it for 24 hours and then you start to slowly introduce it and then you're perfectly fine. So it's, it's going along that same philosophy. Nice. Wow. That was a, you sitting there pounding on somebody. I love that. It's like a nice little shiatsu. Oh, nice little. Oh, okay. What? Okay. Spank that bag of rice. All right. So let's, let's take a break. This is Erica Salda, the cleaner team. We've got a lot more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. This is Teen Sports Radio with Dominique and Erica and the team. Christine yep. Marie, Ed Langlow, that's Richard Ellsworth, Sloan Reale, and of course our producer, Richard Dugan. So we are, you didn't even know I was going to do this right now because this is so off the cuff. Okay, you're going to tell us but this is not tell us your story because we already have a segment for that. So what do you want to call yourself? You're going to have to do something. What, <laughs> what you love it? Did you know? Did you know? Okay. <laughs> I like did you know. That's awesome. All right. All right. So my spontaneous did you know for today. Um, well, because of the craziness that's going on in the media related to the election and so forth, I have found it really helpful to bring people back to our constitution. So what I would say for the did you know for today is um, instead of battling with anyone about your opinion about what's going on and so forth in the media and stuff like that, take a break and just really enjoy the fact that in America, we have this beautiful constitution and that everything that's happening in our political sphere is actually following an alignment with our constitution and things are going to work themselves out regardless of what gets revealed go back to the constitution and really enjoy this magnificent document so that's my did you know is that anytime someone is um, overly agitated or anxious just bring it back to calmness it's more about being connected that's the most important thing that we can do for one another is listen and say, what are you afraid of? And then let's relax and go read our constitution and see what it says. I actually send the people the link. <laughs> 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 I actually do. That 12th Amendment 
It rocks. I mean, <laughs> it's there for a purpose. So yeah. when people are going off on things and it just doesn't make any sense, and I just always tell people, read. Yeah, relax. Don't read the media. Do, no, go do your own study. Read the Amendment. And it lays it all out. Yeah, you'll be it's okay. Really We're exciting. okay. It's good. Yeah. No matter what happens, we are going to be okay. I think what it does, and you said this beautifully, it shows the world that we actually have a constitution. We have a roadmap. Yeah. I mean, many we, countries we know don't to, have. Right, this. right. This is an experience, and I'm so thankful that our teenagers and our young adults gets to experience this because this is a replay, really, of 2000. Yeah, and exciting times. Exciting times, really exciting times. Yeah, so yeah. slow. I'm looking forward what, to it. What have you seen with, <clears throat> like, your kids that are in school and stuff like that? Are they talking about the Constitution and looking yeah. at Yeah. Oh, yeah. School. Oh, I've got an 11th grader, and she's in a lot of classes with 12th graders. But, uh, yeah, every, you know, English, history, not so much in Spanish, but awesome conversations, really great uh, dialogues going on. Uh, the teachers, uh, the history teacher did some polling in and around the election date. Um, I just am really happy to hear them getting more involved, you know, young, yeah. young voters, more and more young voters. Uh, and, and when there's complaining, it's like, you, you have these rights, you need to go use your voice. And my biggest takeaway I've been working on, because I, I don't know if I shared with you all, uh, my oldest son and I were not seeing eye to eye on a certain issue and what we had, and he's an adult and, and, and what I'm trying to teach my kids is it's okay if we don't completely agree. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're, it doesn't mean either of us are wrong or right. We just have a different perspective. We have a different view. And that's, that's what I'm really hoping that our young people and even adults, I mean, I'm, I'm t I'm, some of our young people have behaved better than a lot of adults that have been around. I mean, I've seen uh, relationships and families that have been torn apart because of political differences. And I'm just like, Lord have mercy, really? No, stop. It's also, it's okay to disagree. It's okay to have a difference. We don't have to hate on each other. We don't, we can still embrace and love one another. It's, it's, that's what this is about. That's exactly. my- Exactly. It's about coming together and listening and recognizing and saying to someone, what are you afraid of? Look yeah. up the definition of opinion in the dictionary, memorize it, and then just recite it. Your opinion rests on grounds insufficient to produce complete certainty. And don't, don't get all upset about it. And, you know, neither do mine. And I would add to that, uh, then regarding certainty, <clears throat> it is better to begin in doubt and end in certainty than to begin in certainty and end in doubt. Yeah, good one. I'm going to well do a segment out of that, Richard. That's a, that's <laughs> a really good point. Let's take another break. we got one more section left right after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Together we will stand every ball. 
and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Fantastic. That was that was a great section, G. That was nice. I like it. Um, do your own work. Grow. This is what this whole opportunity is with COVID. Come, come together. It's about coming come together. Come together, stopping, taking a breath, do your own work. You're, when you say come together, you got to grow. I think it's personal growth. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you will come together. Yeah. It's kind of like the second phase of it as well. You shine a light. People will be drawn to you. Um, Richard, you wanted to add. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say I love disagreements. I think disagreeing is hugely, hugely, hugely important. Before I volunteer an opinion to someone, in my mind, I'm mentally crossing my fingers that someone's going to disagree with me because then I get to learn another perspective. I get to incorporate that into my own worldview and I learn and I grow. It allows me to be able to better relate to other people who have an opposite worldview. It increases my understanding, my ability to really make deeper connections with more people as a whole. Um, I think it's just phenomenal. Like disagreement is one of the most wonderful and incredible things. I mean, if someone says, you know, I I don't agree with you, or I think this totally opposite thing, instead of jumping immediately to, to, oh no, like, like, and, and trying to create this, this caustic, you know, fighting back and forth. And, and we need to argue to, to, to just initially say like, like, wow, what, what, what can I, what can I learn from this? So very well said, Richard. Very well said. Yeah, I w- wanted to say that, that sure. in my training um, as, as a teacher, we, we talked a lot about how you need at least 13 perspectives before you can even begin to get an actual view of the whole situation. 13 different different perspectives. And that's for me that also that point and that sphere of perspective around it that gives us the whole picture. And I, I love that getting, you know, that's what dis- disagreeing and, and opinions. Those are important. Well, I think if everybody just the whole ego, I think that what, what I have found waking up this morning to double digit unfriending, um, <laughs> what did I do? Um, what I find is that people can't take things personal. I guess that's the easiest way to take it. That's, I, I don't know that's what to the say. biggest thing. That's, yeah. I think that's what happens when, when there's conflict. It's because they're starting to take it personally or they're taking on something that really doesn't belong to them. Right. And, um, you know, learning to communicate and work through it is it's critical for our social skills. Right. I mean, I grew up in a home. There was one way. It was one way. There was only one way to do anything. It was her way. It was. And so I, I wasn't given certain skills. I had to learn the hard way, actually, is what happened. I'm glad I was willing to learn. Uh, and I've been able to create something different in how I've raised my kids, but, uh, it's okay to disagree. It's healthy. It's good. We don't have to, it doesn't have to divide us. Yeah. It's critical. Christine, when you looked at the cards today, uh Oh, what is that one? (laughs) This card came today. This is our, um, so this is the temperance card. It's about balance and healing and integrating the light and the dark she's got one foot in the water one foot on the land it's about really it's it's about it's that thing about seeing the different perspectives there's one thing you see from the earthly worldly perspective there's another thing you feel from your feelings that are happening there's another thing you know from your highest intention Mm -hmm. and when we balance all of those things out that's where we come into a place of temperance and healing um, and communication and yeah 
community. I love it. Yeah. Glowing, Christine. You're glowing with your halo. <laughs> You're a beauty. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the temperance, to have temperance, that's an old-fashioned virtue. That was one of the things that Benjamin Franklin would track himself on, like, every 13 weeks. He really, really focused on whether he was practicing the art of having temperance. And that skill set has to do with letting go of our agenda about being right and instead mm -hmm. saying, my agenda is to listen. Because I'm going to assume that you may know something that I don't know, and I want to learn it because I want to grow as a human being. So I'm going to let go of my agenda of proving that I'm right. And I'm, my agenda is I want to listen, and I want to connect with you, and I want to find where we are in agreement, and I want to find the things I need to learn. Nice. We have a minute. Richard, what real quick food groups that we could help ground and balance us over the next upcoming months? Well, anything that comes from the earth and it has the added benefit of supporting your immune system with butyric acid. So this is all your root vegetables. It fits yeah. in energetically and it fits in with health, with, with health. Eat your potatoes, That's eat fantastic. your carrots, all those beets. Thank you so much, Richard, Christine, Sloan, and of course, our wonderful producer, Santa Barbara, we're going to get through this. We are the light. God bless. See you next week.